Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence or Roots Bay Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And today's episode, today's episode, which is like what, the fifth of the day, um, have a title for it, Honesty and Humor, Honesty and Humor, the Cubs didn't do very well today on the pipeline as far as wins and losses. There is development. There's things that went on. There, It's really difficult to put a... Occasionally, I like to talk about the 1 to 10 scale. 1 being, um, oh, let's see, Dave Magadan running as a Cub. I don't know if you're old enough to remember what I'm talking about, but there's a time where he was trying to score from second on a double. Maybe he was second on a single. But he got about a third of the way around third base, and his legs just quit. He was running and running and running and running and running, but he wasn't going anywhere. He got tagged out at the plate. David Dave Magadan running as a cub would be about a one. Ryan Sandberg would be up in the eight or eight, eight or so range. Uh, Kenny Lofton probably a nine. But uh, you know the the one to, the one to ten range. It's really difficult nightly to put a tonight was a seven night. Tonight was a four point five night, and there's a bit of that part way through as well. Um, the Evening started early because the last time through St. Paul, South Bend and St. Paul had a game delayed. In the fifth inning, it was 3-3. Three to three. It resumed today at 5.30. The Cubs scored two in the fifth. And the St. Paul Saints scored three in the ninth. Tony Singrani was on to close it out with a two-run lead in the ninth, and it didn't work very well. He, um, it didn't work very well. You know, all those uh, short-term stats where he's been doing really well, well, those kind of went away. Um, Singrani did not do well. Um, Ethan Roberts tried to come in to stem the tide and couldn't. St. Paul won five to, uh, won six to five. Really not a whole lot to take out of that game. I was listening when the Cubs scored their runs. It was um, a walk, a hit by pitch, an error, uh, fielder's choice. It, 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 it wasn't people clouding the ball. It wasn't anything woohoo. I'm going to make sure to remember to brag about this game. Game two, Ian Miller had two hits. Jared Young had two hits. Iowa had eight three single eight singles scored three runs. Corey Abbott, who some people might have thought would have been the starter, Mignana. I might have even thought that. I had probably even thought that. I possibly even would have wagered your paycheck on that. Corey Abbott started tonight, and some of you may be wondering why Corey Abbott is starting in AAA when the Cubs need a starter at the major league level. I'll get to that. 10 seconds. Uh, five innings pitched, four hits, three runs, three earned, five walks, five strikeouts, a very normal outing. 
Corey Abbott's AAA ERA for the season is 7.18. Adrian Sampson is the better starter right now than Corey Abbott. Speaking of, again, that's a bit of honesty. You know, Adrian Sampson has been better than Corey Abbott. Uh, you could be Corey Abbott's brother. I'd still be telling you, Adrian Sampson has been pitching better. It's it's about honesty. Um, Scott Efros pitched two very good innings in relief of Corey Abbott. Sixth inning, seventh inning, pushing it to the eighth for extra innings. Juan Gomez allowed the inheritor of the um placed runner to score in the bottom of the tenth. Iowa loses ten uh loses three to four to three in eight innings, which was extra innings. Honesty. Honesty. When you want to know the answer to a question, know the person who you ought to ask or whom to ask, however you wanna however you wanna uh make that sound. Um this is a um Alex Cohen quote from Twitter from tonight regarding Scott Efros. He's the best reliever here right now. Scott Efros, he's the best reliever here right now. If the Cubs are going to call up another reliever from Iowa because this guy is done or that guy is over or that guy is injured or that guy is finished or that guy is to be disregarded or whatever. If the Cubs are to call up another relief pitcher from Iowa, what do you think would be a good qualification for them to kind of like decide which guy ought to get called up? Perhaps if the announcer is saying he's the best reliever here right now. Perhaps, maybe, just maybe, perhaps, feel like Scott Efros ought to get a call up soon. Maybe so. You know, it, it doesn't have to be by next Thursday. But as it gets to a point where the Cubs assess this guy and assess that guy and assess this other guy. He's not going to get a 40-man roster spot. This guy isn't going to get a 40-man roster spot. This guy will. This guy isn't going to. This guy will. This guy won't, but that's because he, his contract is going to lapse and he's going to go elsewhere. But th- this guy might... As you're looking at the players, I talk left column, right column, center column, a whole bunch. There's some guys in the left column. They will be around next year. There's some guys in the right column. They will not be around next year for any of a various number of reasons. There are guys in the center column. Ian Happ is front and center on that list right now. Is he going to be retained next year? Is he going to be not retained? Might as well look at him. Might as well give him chances to play. But when it comes to which player ought to get called up next, Scott Efros very well might be a Rule 5 draft selection next year if not added to the 40-man roster. Scott Efros, per Alex Cohen, is the best reliever here right now. Alex Cohen watches all the games. Alex Cohen watches all the games. He's smart. He knows his stuff. 
And if a guy is better than the other guys in the bullpen, Alex Cohen will say he's the best reliever here right now. Tennessee got rained out. Nothing, 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 nothing from that game. South Bend, Max Bain. Very rarely do I listen to his outings. I really don't think I'm learning a whole lot from listening to Max Bain outings. Not because um, I'm entirely dense, largely dense, but not entirely dense. But with Max Bain, it's a question of... It's not how is he looking in 2022. That is largely immaterial. This year, he is getting starters innings at South Bend. Next year, he will get starters innings probably at Tennessee. At some point along the line, he's either going to A, figure it out, or B, get relegated to the bullpen. I'm not going to get too jumpy, the uh, jumpy the Wonder Squirrel, over Max Bain until it becomes obvious that he's mulching people at Double A, or he needs to get booted to the bullpen. Either or is fine. I'm not going to overly assess him as uh, the next thing, best thing since sliced bread or horrible. Either one, because he's still developing. When players are still developing, they're still developing. You really shouldn't over um, overestimate any one start or another. Today, Max Bain, four and two-thirds innings pitched. Six hits, five runs, five earned. Four walks, two strikeouts against an Astros affiliate. Um, good squad. Wait, Astros? No, Royals. Royals affiliate. Very good, very good Royals affiliate. <coughs> they win... Jesus, at least 60% of their games, maybe it's two-thirds of their games, they, they're, just, they're just really good. They're a very good team. There's nobody on that team that is bad. I don't know that they'll all make it to double-A as superstars, but there just aren't... I think there's one guy that's hitting 170 and everybody else is like two-thirds or better. Oh, but it's not about being... Well, if you have guys who are getting on base and hitting and your team's winning 62, 63, 64% of your games... Probably you got a couple of guys who are kind of good. Um, South Bend had great trouble against the <coughs> left-handed starting pitcher for Quad City. Uh, Bradley Beasley homered. Jake Slaughter was two for four. Alexander Canario fanned four times. Um, Jonathan Perlaza fanned twice. There's a lot of not particularly great things going on if you're assessing based on today, but being basing things on today with Max Bain or Bailey Horn, who made his uh, Cubs organizational debut, there's really not a whole lot of reason to jump to any major conclusions off of one outing. Bailey Horn, one inning, three hits, one walk, two, two runs, two earned, three strikeouts. Got into a whole bunch of trouble, whole bunch of trouble, whole bunch of trouble, struck out the side. Th three guys in a row. Um, it, it's going to be who he is until he figures things out. Uh, South Bend loses 9-2. to two. Myrtle Beach. Richard Gallardo started. A bit of a very Richard Gallardo start. Five innings, two hits, two runs, two earned. 
Three walks, four strikeouts. That was the uh, Astros affiliate they, that Myrtle Beach was playing. The Fayetteville Woodpeckers. Porter Hodge escaped the compound and pitched in relief. Porter Hodge had a thing in the compound. He generally pitched rather well, and then he'd have that one inning that he just couldn't get out of. Do well in the first, do well in the second, have a 35-pitch third. Today, that long, 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 long inning was his first inning. That doesn't mean he's not going to be able to pitch at the full season level. What it means was he struggled today. That's all you take out of it. And hopefully it works better next time. Maybe he will pitch back on the compound next. Maybe they will give him a number of uh, looks at low A ball because that's what low A is for, allowing players to learn on the fly and get better against quality competition. I'm guessing he stays at Myrtle Beach because there's probably not a whole lot more he's going to learn at Mesa. For Myrtle Beach, Fabian Pertuz and Jonathan Sierra both had two hits. Myrtle Beach lost 8-1. to one. Flips card over. Cubs blue got rained out. Cubs red lost 9 to nothing to those darn Brewers. Um, Pedro Ramirez 1-4. for four. Frank Suriel 2-4. for four. You don't want to know the pitching. Um, Arizona League. Remember how at the very start of this episode I said honesty and humor, honesty and humor, honesty and humor? Um, Arizona League... AZL Cubs won four to two. Um, Owen Casey two for four run scored. Um, James Triantos one for four with a run scored. Christian Franklin one for three run scored two RBIs. And Tyler Santana, Tyler Santana closed out the game, pitching um, out of Jacksonville University. He was a uh, an undrafted free agent and signed for a very rem- very slight signing bonus. He pitched the last two innings, one hit, no runs, three strikeouts. Good to see, good to see, good to see. But what was funny about it was Tyler Santana, I th- the name was ringing some bells, but I didn't have anything to specifically go off of. So I went to Twitter and I typed in, Tyler Santana Cubs, because I figured that would at least tell me from which school he came. And it did. Tyler Santana, Jacksonville University. And someone was commenting on how uh, somebody on Twitter, very funny, very funny post that I I had to uh, reactivate because uh, it it made me laugh. Um, the, The person was talking about how the Cubs had signed four undrafted players, undrafted players to, I think, $20,000 or less for a signing bonus. And they were added to the Cubs pipeline, despite having not been drafted. So uh, this person was typing in, uh, these are the four Cubs players that, that the four Cubs undrafted players that have signed, except when he typed in undrafted He probably wasn't looking at his keyboard or something because he typed in something and that auto carrot got a hold of it. An auto carrot, which 
I really don't like, I really don't like, I really don't like most of the time at least. But um, it said the Cubs have signed four undead players. <laughs> so I said, oh, so they're a bunch of whites or something? So uh, Tyler Santana is apparently an undead player from uh, Jacksonville University. I just think it's kind of funny. I, I, I have a sick, morbid humor. Um, so yeah, uh, one, one of those undead uh, players that the Cubs signed um, actually got into a game tonight and did quite well, earned the save against the dreaded Colorado Rockies. Uh, looking at things on the um, dive to five, Cubs win, Nationals win, Twins lose, Marlins lose, Rocky uh, Royals win. So even though the Cubs ended up losing, it's basically really close to a day where everybody did what they were supposed to. Um, not a major day in the Cubs pipeline. Again, not every day is going to, on the one to nine scale, fit in as a today was a three, today was a seven, today was a 6.4. But what you do is you find your outlets, you find your sources, you listen to what you can, you learn what you can. And when um, Alex Cohen says Scott F. Ross is the best reliever here right now for the iCubs, you believe it because Scott <laughs> uh, Scott Efros probably is. There, there's no reason to disbelieve. Uh, Alex is not a snake oil salesman. He's not getting paid by um, the like uh, the likes on his tweets or anything like that. And whenever Tyler Santana does anything, remember he was an undead signing. So yeah, uh, today honesty, integrity. And laughing, you, laughing your fanny off because sometimes um, auto carrot makes people look like fools. Thanks for stopping by. Be safe, be nice to others, and have a great rest of your work week.